1: And welcome to episode three, volume two of Big Fan, the number one podcast in all of Northwest Hickory. I am Chad East, and I'm a big fan of Super Bowl week, watching videos of Michael Jackson doing the moonwalk and college basketball buzzer beaters.
2: I'm Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of the ups and downs of college basketball, huh. Super Bowl player interviews. Okay. And winning streaks against friends.
1: <laughs> well, let's start with that one immediately, Hank. So, winning streaks against friends. Obviously, you're referring to our tennis match that we have weekly.
2: Which one? Which which victory are you talking about? Because <laughs> we've been on quite a run. I got to tell you. Go ahead and gloat. Well, Go I got to tell you. You know, when we first voting. when we first started playing, we went. Let's just say a year. Let's say we played a year okay. at the fir- at the beginning of it. <clears throat> White hot, yes, white hot, okay, just beating you senseless, right? And then, just for like just a millisecond in the middle, you got hot for a minute, mm-hmm. and you guys maybe won a couple. Uh huh. But the world is
1: right again, is that what you remember? The world is right again, bro. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but you know, my partner who's actually getting really he's improving <laughs> greatly. Scott still got a long way to go. Throw him. Throw him. <laughs> throw him right under the bus. Get him under should there. I, should I put all five losses on my partner, Lawrence Shove Thompson? Him. Nah, he's playing good, and you guys just have been the better team. So congratulations Thank on your you. five-game winning streak. Well, I'm sure we'll break that uh, during our next match. I'm you know, sure. we are do. I'm we're sure. Due. So you mentioned in your uh, – Big fan intro that you're also a big fan of what Super Bowl interviews? Interviews. And the reason we say that, because this is Super Bowl week. We're coming to you live on Tuesday. It's January 29th, I believe. Yep. Super Bowl Sunday, just four days away. And my family growing up, Hank, it was a really. Four days away. What is today? Tuesday, Tuesday, right? So we got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> six <laughs> days, five days. All right, all close right. Close enough. Hey, it's the, it's the week of all right. Super Bowl Sunday. So in my house, it was a really big deal growing up Super Bowl Sunday. And this is what I remember. I don't have – do you remember a lot of your childhood? Like is it vivid in your mind?
2: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, not anything south of six years old. Okay. Very spotty.
1: Well, let's start here, and I'm going way on a a, on a tangent here. But what is your first memory as a as a child, as a person, a young person? I remember a beach trip, and I had to been
2: four, four, somewhere in there, like a beach trip, getting out on the beach, like first time. I you know may not have been the first time, but yes. But that's kind of my first memory.
1: Yeah, my first memory is. Five years old, kindergarten, Halloween party. I can remember everything about the party, right? Everything. The dude who invited me, who was a fifth grader, why he invited a kindergartner to the Halloween party, I'm still clueless. He yeah, had game. But I guess, man. I dressed up like a little fireman, and I was a when I was little, I was scared of everything. So my mom had to come to the party with me. I wouldn't let her leave, so I'm crying outside on this little stoop. And she's like, Chad, go in with your friends. These are fifth graders. I don't even probably know them again, but... The guy who threw the party, Michael McCrary, no, mm-hmm. Michael something. he came out and was like, come on, Chad. Come into the party. And he was a fifth grader talking to a little kindergartner. Mix something. He was something. He was. Hey, he was something special. So, said, thank you, Michael something. That was my first memory. The reason I bring that up with Super Bowl week, we'll talk about our Super Bowl memories. My brother, he doesn't remember anything from childhood. He said his first memory was basically like junior high. He cannot remember <laughs> anything growing up. And I've asked several people their first memory normally it's about four or five but some people first memory not till eight or nine years old
2: right so, I, I think jeremy's might be sloshing around <laughs> at some Newcastle. i'm not real sure why he doesn't have memories before then <laughs> yeah good point
1: good point um but anyway when you get around your friends next time you're having a cocktail or two and it's a good conversation piece hey what is your first memory growing up all right. Okay. And I'll you do got, that. the audience do that too. It's a lot of fun to, to think back about. But your you
2: purpose. know what's kind of funny is like I moved to Hickory when I was just turned 6. Yeah. Okay. So we moved from Columbus, Ohio, and it's when you have something like that that is very vivid, sure. like I remember Ohio and then I remember mm-hmm. coming here. And so, you know, for you it kind of maybe me all meshed together because you were in the same spot the whole
1: time. But I think that that Helps me Cause because a big move that's like life changing, especially when you're little. And I don't you know? remember
2: people there and then people here. So, how old were you when you moved here?
1: Six. You were six. Well, I was I was
2: second grade. Yes. Yeah, okay. Three. Yeah. Cool. All right.
1: Um, okay. Getting back on. Let's get back the on the path we were. Super Bowl week. So we were talking about memories. So Super Bowl week to me is. We'd start on Monday. My dad would plan it. So, my dad would say, All right, guys, the games this weekend. And we were big sports fans, my brother and I, growing up. And he said, So, what do we want? We'd have a menu. So, he'd let me pick our menu. He'd let us pick what games we would play prior to the Super Bowl because it came on toward the latter part of the evening. It wouldn't start at one like most Sunday NFL games. So, we would have like our own little kind of Super Bowl where we'd have a football that we'd play basketball and we'd Gather points, tally points, and there'd be a champion before our Super Bowl. Wow! So we did cool stuff like that. Um, do you have a memory when you were little of what you would do before the game, or was it even important to you?
2: No, it was up? it was important, but it wasn't yeah. like my dad enjoyed it and. You know, my brother didn't love sports as much as (laughs) I did growing up, so it wasn't kind of like the centerpiece of the whole thing. I think, really and truly, it was probably meant more to me than it did anybody else. Yes. Um, So the day of, absolutely. But you know, it's it's the hoopla before, but there was a fine line, and that's why I say the the player interviews. Yeah, is it's been a fine line between like where we had very little media, like ESPN when it first came into infancy. You know, it was. You were kind of crawling about. You'd try to learn little tidbits about, you know, oh my gosh, somebody's hurt on Tuesday and then you right. find something else on Friday. Now it's second to second. Yes. Right? Man. And Absolutely. it's too much information. Way and too I much. kinda like the the old time where you, you were kind of
1: it was mysterious. Yeah, you were in the dark about a lot of things. You didn't have wall to wall coverage on top of you twenty four seven, right? And the pregame show was, hey, it was about an hour, maybe two tops. Right. Now it's like Twelve hour pregame show, It's like twelve day 12 pregame. It's true, very true. And you true. know,
2: the funny thing is, is they go to these player interviews. Which, if you got to, if you're a player right now, it is like a circus, right? I mean, yeah. trying to stay focused right now when they have you set up in interviews all day, and you're going from interview to interview, and these uh, reporters have got balls, yeah, man. S- stuff they're asking these guys. You know, half of them, I I heard one just a little bit ago. They were talking about uh, Sue, you know, Dominican Sue. And Dominican Sue. Yeah. They said, the guy said, it is well known that you're one of the dirtiest players in the NFL, right? Just giving you a warning that if you do something to Tom Brady that's dirty, you're going to have to deal with Boston after.
1: <laughs> and what did Sue, Sue say? Sue goes,
2: have a nice day, sir. <laughs> have a nice day. I mean, you yeah. know, they're just – these guys are out there just trying, egging oh, them. Oh, they're trying to get some reaction. Just begging them to get
1: their reaction. That's so funny. The Sue guy on the field, he is just nasty and a beast and dominant. He just look, you know, just nasty. But when he speaks, he speaks so eloquently. Have you heard him him? I mean, yeah. he's, he sounds – he talks so educated. And I don't know, it's just a – a stark difference, him on the field, than him behind the mic. Right. Did you have any other interview thing you were talking about, Super Bowl interviews that you love? Was there anything else that stood out to you that you've heard?
2: No. The other thing that I I do love, though, that the players are doing is social media is so much better. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen this thing that Tom Brady's doing after every win on Instagram, have you seen this? I saw
1: last week's, yeah.
2: With him and Gronk? Him and
1: Gronk walking. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I've been watching it. And he just gives a couple lines, and he says, let's go. And then music comes on. It shows some highlights. It's pretty punk. You know, oh, gets nice. you pretty pumped yeah, up. Yeah. But that one with Gronk was hilarious. Yeah. And you know they're just they're playing up what the media is saying. That's right. Is we're not going to apologize. Guess who's still here?
1: Yes. Did you hear him on stage before they left for the Super Bowl, like getting the crowd up or hyped up, just saying, "We're," st- I guess it was, "We're still here." Yeah, we're still yeah, here. We're still here. Yeah. It's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Um Cause he's so I don't know he's cool but he's kind of a geek you know what I'm he saying is, he's like, man. like he's like a geek but he gives he... you hope. <laughs> <laughs> Funny Hank, <laughs> hey, I got, I got, I'm more cool with a, one you, little finger than your whole body, buddy.
2: The interview part and the whole Super Bowl thing is kind of comical to me because yeah. it's you know I mean it's it's a circus now and um, but when I was little. Sunday, especially if it was cold, especially if you had buddies at your house and other families. The reason I used to love the Super Bowl is it was gathering. Sure. We'd always go to somebody's together. house. Yeah. We'd always go to them. And it was always football in the yard. Mm-hmm. And it was all, you know, there was, it, it always seemed like it was a fun day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of fun days, because I know you're a big eater. So, Super Bowl Sunday, <laughs> that's a big day to eat, right? Just to bow down. You know what I'm saying, uh, Yeah. Look how excited you I are I am now. excited about yeah, this. Yeah, you're very pumped up. So, you're going to have a pickle. <laughs> maybe a little bit of a cauliflower stem. But tell me your best, your favorite thing to eat, Super Bowl Sunday, because that was a big deal during the party. Who's making the dip? Who's bringing the wings? Who's got this, that? Tell me what uh, well, you You can't go those.
2: wrong without, with wings, yeah, wings right? Is wings go-to. is like go-to in this whole yeah. thing, wings and chips. I mean, that's like go-to in dip. Like French onion dip. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. that's like go-to. I mean, don't come to a party with anything. No whether, hummus. No, no hum- don't, hummus. Don't bring hummus, <laughs> slaw, something <laughs> like that. I don't want any part of that. I want meat, chips, you know, beer, yes, stuff like that. Yeah, Let's,
1: no sushi. Uh-uh. No sushi. No.
2: No. We're not watching. If this is the case, <laughs> listen. if this is where we're going to go. So the
1: Oscars. We're going to yeah, have Oscar a World room party.
2: for – them yeah for paul breeding we're gonna have, <laughs> have the vegan super bowl room and then we'll have the normal room <laughs> i love it
1: i love it so when the one thing that i do remember this is before so let's say i'm eight years old my brother's six so my dad would say all right create the menu well the menu back then there weren't a million little snack foods back then you know you probably got i'm trying to think you could get doritos there's yep. probably doritos and a french a can of french onion dip you get know potato skin in there I don't. I think this was pre potato skins. No I don't, potatoes. I, I don't think potato skins even existed. When well, you ate there are no potatoes? <laughs> no. I don't think so. I just remember. You know what? I think only ate Doritos growing up. With a snack we <laughs> were super bowl, and we would order pizza. I do remember ordering pizza, right. so that was kind of a big deal. Um, but anyway, speaking of Super Bowl, have you heard of the act a halftime act this year? Super Bowl Sunday. I
2: have. I think, but I can't. oh, it's um. Not Travis Scott, is it? No. He, yes, he okay, is Travis part Scott.
1: of it, but there's a big band that's actually the headliner. I'll sing a little bit right here for oh,
2: you. Oh, gosh, see what we've done.
1: Beauty queen of only 18 Maroon
2: she, Thank you. Yes. I, I, the reason that I jumped in there is I wanted you to stop. <laughs> I turned into
1: Alex Trebek, like, ah, super fast. Love it. And there's a prop bet, which we'll talk about some prop bets. What song do you think that they will sing first to open it up? And I wish I There's a list of them But you know that song That was their hit That first came out was called This Love Has Yes, so yes. They'll is,
2: play every hit song That they've ever had But
1: will they open With the old hit Or go right into One of these new hits Like that girl's song You know that Or Sugar You know Sugar
2: And yeah. I, I, I can feel Your energy right yes. Like just climbing <laughs> There's a prop bet on this There is There, there is. is
1: So This Love If you would want to go old school And pick like This Love 16 to 1 Whew. She will be loved sixteen to one. If you go with a newer oh uh moves like Jagger, eight to one. Okay. You go in sugar, you're gonna have to pay up a little bit, four to one. All right. And the girl song, I think he's with Cardi B, or they're with Cardi B or something. Three and a half to one. So Is ek- Cardi B on the card too? Cardi B is not on the court card she could make a guest appearance. You never know, Hank. You never know. Does Maroon Five get you excited for the halftime no. show? No, me either, man.
2: I'll be turning it to a – you know when they have the puppy – The puppy bowl.
1: <laughs> the puppy bowl. I'll turn it to
2: something else. I'm not watching that garbage.
1: Yeah. Gladys Knight is singing the national anthem. I wish they would switch it. Let Maroon 5 do the national anthem. Let Gladys Knight and the pips do the halftime show. That would be it. That would be dope.
2: Do you know I always do a prop bet every year, and I've never lost this bet. But, I'm going to knock on wood right here. What is it? Over, under, yes. on length of time of the National Anthem. Ooh, I wrote that down,
1: too. Never lost it. What do you normally take, over or under? Uh It's
2: usually the over, but it depends on the artist, and it's usually like, is it like 221? or Check
1: this out. What is it? The lowest total ever for the National Anthem, one minute and 47 seconds. Who That's- was it? No, I'm saying that's Gladys Knight's odds on the net right now. Just okay, look at it. That's up. it? One minute and 47 seconds. Like one time, Lady Gaga drug it out to like four minutes. Three plus. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, who is in the mix here, hers was the, sl- the, the shortest. It was 158. Right. So now Gladys is at 147. I think like predicted. The, 212 is like the average. That's the average 212. I've done this research. Yes, yes.
2: I know this research. Gladys, you know, for a soulful
1: singer too. I'm going over the total, man. Cause you know she's going to draw it. This is her hometown, and midnight train to Georgia. And you know what else is crazy about that? She didn't go. She she thrives on that stage. Absolutely. She does not want to get off that stage. Bingo. Una know why? Super duper platinum bailout lock of the year. <laughs> lock of the year, Hank. Super platinum. Super duper bailout? bailout platinum lock of the year. Gladys Knight over the minute forty seven seconds national anthem. Take it to the bank. To the bank. Let's go. Let's go. Mortgage your Glad house. Us, sell your cars. Do whatever not let you us gotta down. Do. Let's go over the total here. Honey. Have
2: we even talked about what the score is going to be of the <laughs> no, game? No, we're not worried we are about so that. We're so excited yeah. about this prop bet.
1: Prop bets. Yes. Oh. Let me uh, ask you this. So I actually wrote down a list of all the halftime performers starting at two thousand, starting two thousand and one. See if you. Sometimes people will remember the game from the ha- the artist, the halftime artist. And I do maybe with two of these. 2001, Aerosmith, NSYNC, Nelly, Mary J, and Britney. I do remember that they one. They called this the boy- something about the boys are back in town stage show. I don't know about that. You do remember that one? Though? I do remember that one because, that. I mean, at that time, could you imagine all those people on the same stage? Well, they don't know yet, Nelly. So you got... Aerosmith was the headliner, yeah. and then I think NSYNC and Britney and all of them came probably toward the latter part. Right. I'm, I can't remember what Mary J. would have sang, though. Would she have sang one? No. No, nah, no. Nah, probably not. How about this one? 2002, U2. I don't remember this one. And that's a, a, I don't U2's a them. huge band. I don't remember this halftime show. Yeah, I don't remember them. 2003, possibly the worst halftime show of all time. Shania Twain, No Doubt, and Sting. Ugh. How do they get this mix? Ugh. How do they get this combo, Hank?
2: I can't I, I can only envision like Shania and Sting singing to each other <laughs> with Gwen Stefani doing push ups. You
1: know what I mean? Like that's what
2: I envision. Yes, they're like
1: cartwheels in the background. Yeah, not oh, not good. No, not good. Two thousand four, very famous one. Probably your favorite halftime show. Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, wardrobe malfunction.
2: Wardrobe malfunction.
1: Little known fact. You know who else was on stage? 2004 halftime show? I do My name don't. is Kid Rock. Kid Rock was there too. I don't remember. Could you no.
2: imagine his reaction? I wish they would have had video on his reaction <laughs> exactly. when the malfunction
1: happened. Yes, because nobody talks about Kid Rock for the 2004 Super Bowl no. halftime can, show. Can it's all Janet Jackson and JT. What? Can we have a,
2: a like a discussion on that? Like sure. The wardrobe malfunction? All of us have seen the video and seen pictures of the yeah. malfunction. We're not going to take this any further than it needs to go. But jewelry that Jury. is worn yes. in that manner, yes. was it a malfunction?
1: So I've heard a couple conspiracy theories okay. about this. Okay. All right. okay. Conspiracy one, <clears throat> supposedly Justin, let me make sure I'm getting all this clear here, it was purposeful. Because they wanted, to, Janet wanted some hype and she knew she'd get some hype. She had a little thing on her thing, didn't she? Well, it was, it was like jewelry. That's but what I'm talking about. It was a little thing covering up her thing. Yeah, and but It was I don't shiny. Think covering things. It wasn't covering up. Oh, anyway. Anyway, so supposedly it was pre-meditated. premeditated. She wanted to get some hype out of this. And boy, did she. She did. I didn't think it was a big deal. Good Lord. I didn't either. Come on, we're adults here. But just say you meant to do it. Yeah, exactly. So it, just say you meant to do it. All right. 2005, Paul McCartney. Do you remember this one? No. Me either. 2006, Rolling Stones. Barely remember this halftime show. It also, maybe my memory lacks a little bit because typically by halftime of the Super Bowl, there used to be some really big parties in Hickory for Super Bowl Sunday where they would start like at 9 in the morning. Do you remember these? Yep. You'd meet at Gary's house, and he'd have kegs and all kinds of food oh, and yeah. Bloody Marys. and get, So halftime – That's maybe why I can't remember some of these, because of those parties. I do remember 07, though, my friend. The purple one. Prince killed it. It was pouring down rain. I'll never forget it. It was pouring down rain. He comes and does a medley of his songs, and purple rain is what he closed with, and the rain is falling down. It was magnificent. That's my favorite of all time. Super Bowl shows. Prince. 2008, Tom Petty. Do you recall? No, don't recall either. Two thousand nine, the Boss, Bruce Bruce no. Springsteen. Don't remember. Two thousand ten, I remember it not because of the band, that's because of the song, The Who. Remember the the band? Yeah, there? I remember. And that. they started the song with, ooh 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 ooh. Yeah, you know, remember that song? Yeah. So they started open with that one. Two thousand eleven, Black Eyed Peas, Usher, and Slash. I remember. Slash, that one. I, remember that one. I remember Slash playing guitar on that I for a little bit. One. Twelve, Madonna. Don't remember Madonna at all. Nope nope 2013 Beyonce I remember her because there was controversy over an outfit or some type of dancing that they were doing where it was uh, uh, it was a, uh, black power movement something okay. like that
2: okay I don't remember that that party I mean I don't remember
0: that, that Super, Super Bowl.
1: Bowl you remember this one 2014 Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers oh I remember them that was great uh, 2015, Katy Perry and Lenny Kravitz. This might be Katy Perry where she was dancing, and the sharks were dancing beside her, and she had these twirlies on her bosoms. Okay. You know, like little clouds. Okay. All right. <laughs> Remember? I'd, I'd like to look that <laughs> yeah, one up. Was that, that 2016? T- that was 2015. All right. All right. All so right. you can Google cloud bosoms <laughs> and see what it brings up. 2016 is a pretty good one. Coldplay, Beyonce comes back, and Bruno come back. They all they are all on stage yeah, at I one time. I remember that. Twenty seventeen. This was uh, last year. Justin Timberlake he did a solo by himself, and then this year, Maroon Five. That's where we're at. So give me your best Super Bowl halftime performance out I'll, of this group.
2: I like the Bruno Mars one. Sick. I thought they, that was my number two. Yeah, I thought he killed it. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. How about you? Uh, well, Prince oh, yeah, was my number Prince. one, and Bruno would be my number two. And we didn't talk about this, but the national anthems. You and I definitely agree on this. The Whitney national anthem when she sang it, and we were Persian Gulf War. I think it was 1991 or two, something like that. And the way she sang it, the energy. I to this day, I still get chills. Just yeah. thinking about it, I get chills. Just the power. She had over that audience, and then the planes planes zooming coming by.
2: over, Golly and boy. the notes she was hitting, mm, and mm, when mm. she was hitting them, and the flag—it was incredible. And she was wearing that jumpsuit. That, that was jump the, It was a flag. Yes, it was
1: red. It's white jacket with red, like red and blue at the shoulders. What happened to and, that Whitney? And, uh, do you want to get down and talk about no, this? No, I don't. But that that. I'll, that was, that was the Whitney that, that we want the to remember. That, that was we, the Whitney. that will always stay in our mind. Not the Whitney on stage with Bobby that can barely hit a note. That's not the Whitney we want to remember. Mm-mm. Not the Whitney who looks strung out as hell at 2014 Grammys. Not that Whitney. No. We want Persian Gulf, Whitney. Super Persian Bowl. Gulf, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl Sunday, Whitney. Whitney, That's right. God bless you. Rest in peace. Hank. Anything else you want to talk about the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, we move no, on? I
2: mean, what okay, what's the over let's talk about the odds. Okay. Let's, let's do, do that, because there's some people that actually want to hear the odds.
1: Certainly. So currently the number is the New England Patriots minus two and a half, total fifty-seven. Again, this game is being played in Atlanta in their new dome. So weather will not be a factor at all, I even mean, though it's supposed to be cold as hell throughout the entire country. Have you heard about this? It's supposed to be the coldest temperature in overall the United States of America in a Generation? Yeah, generation. So, you know, for 80 years, the coldest this week. Really? Yes. Chicago, high of minus five. I'm talking about some cold stuff going on. cold stuff right there. So they're declaring a state of emergency. Donald, President Trump supposedly is if all this Arctic freeze comes through. But anyway, the people in Atlanta will be nice and warm underneath the the dome in the Coliseum there. (laughs) Um, Tom Brady over under touchdowns, two and a half. What would you take? Over. Todd Gurley, rushing yards, 70. Over. He's been hurt. Still like him? I Still like him. Greg Zerline to kick a field goal over or under 48 yards for the longest? Under. Over for me. Steve, Steven Gotzkowski, 45-yarder.
2: They'll, they'll get closer than that. Under.
1: And Gronkowski, receptions, three and a half.
2: Uh, man under.
1: Gronkowski says possibly this could be his last game as an NFL player. He's thinking about retiring. His body's so banged. They said, uh, the thing I heard today, that he has a bigger future outside of playing professionally, whether it be, you know, he's like a character, right? I mean, he's a character. So I don't know if he'll have his own show. I don't know what they're going to do, but he can make more money outside of professional football than he can so he's yeah, he's probably going to retire it's crazy no Gronk next year but how many years do you think Gronk's played I learned this today seven eight eight years football's football players careers are fleeting yeah eight years it seems like he's been here forever but eight it's all eight years and now he's gonna be gone yeah it's wild um, well, Hank, if there's no other Super Bowl fun stuff to talk about, what are you doing for the Super Bowl, first and foremost? Do you have any plans? I don't have any plans, I don't believe. How about you? Well, it just was brought to my attention right before I walked in the studio today. There's a big golf game going to happen. They're going to try to get a golf game right after church or maybe after Sunday school at like at 11. Get it in. Get done about three or four. Take it to the next spot for wherever the party may be. Maybe the party's at your house this year.
2: I don't <laughs> – I don't
1: remember it being at my you house. You don't, no. no, but you never know. You never know. You never yeah. know what's
2: going to happen between now and Sunday. You want to get
1: in on that golf game?
2: I do not. Pre-golf? I can't. Pre- we got practice golf? on Tuesday, on uh, Sunday. Ugh. Baseball? Baseball, baby. You don't practice on Sundays? Practice. practice. every day? Hey, no, we practice yeah, on Sunday. Oh, we we won't, but once the season starts, but we've been practicing on Sunday. So we, we got a little Sunday practice.
1: So baseball is kicking into gear. Basketball, we can update our uh, fellow our listeners about our – Finale to our seasons for basketball this year. Yeah, did you win a game?
2: We did not. So Owen, oh, whatever. Owen, oh, and whatever. And yep. I got to tell you, our first tournament game was Saturday.
1: Yes. We lost by thirty. Good Lord. Thirty. Mm. Just let it sink. Let the little boys let it sink into how they feel this year, because next year it'll be different. They'll oh, learn It's going to be from. different. You know, they, they learn, learn from this. They might have
2: a different coach. They keep playing that way. <laughs> it might. I don't know, man. Get some heart, boys. <laughs>
1: When it was 22 to zip or whatever the score was, did you ever just say, let's just call this thing, let's just get out of here? Later.
2: No, but you know the cool thing is is that we had one little boy that hadn't scored all year. Yeah, And, his, and the coach on the other side looked over at me in the four, at the end of the third and goes, who hasn't scored? And I said, 2-5. 2-5 yep. has mm-hmm. not scored. Mm-hmm. So this team inherently just plays defense, the other team. Yeah. I mean, they're like swarming. Nasty. So the kid was on – They co- we couldn't stop them from playing defense. And it didn't matter what the other coach was saying. The kids just didn't understand it. They're like, dude, what?
1: We can't stop. Right? We can't slow down. Yeah. So I got
2: finally, you. we had to call a timeout so the coach could get it all under control over there, right? <laughs> right. And so he had to put his son on the side – of the kid, he took probably eight shots, didn't make a one. Oh. So didn't get a point. Oh, man. You know, because a lot of times you come after this and you're like, oh, it was great. It was the last shot. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And Three, everything. two, one. It
1: goes no, in. Yay.
2: No, so yeah. our our um our season ended in that first round of the tournaments, much as yours did. <laughs> um, yes, it <laughs> much did, Much as sir. yours did. And yes. can I tell the audience a little bit about this? Please. Okay. Well, so we hear that you're playing a good friend of ours, CJ Hines, who has not had very much success <laughs> in, in in rec in sports anything, at all in life in life in, in life, general in yes general. <laughs> so you have a game and it's it's uh time is like 5:55 on a mm-hmm. thursday 5- or thursday. something like that yes. so what does everyone in Hickory do? They come watch this game. <laughs> I know I showed up. I don't Ooh, have a kid there.
1: So LT hilarious. shows up. I look into the crowd. Normally there's 12 people for these events. It's packed house. The whole, the whole stadium is packed filled. House. Packed house. Worst, two teams, worst teams two teams in the league. Worst two teams in
2: the league. Worst two teams in the league. Your wife walked in, <laughs> caught eyes with me, and goes, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what going what yeah. are you doing here? What are you doing? CJ's wife walks in, and she's like, Are you kidding me? You are here for this crappy game. So, yes. And I will tell you, it was not about what was happening on the court. It was more about what was happening on the benches. And we wanted to see what was going to happen. So just a quick recap. Yes. CJ gets up early. 11 to 4. 11 to 4, which is almost insurmountable. Right? Oh, absolutely. Almost insurmountable.
1: Shit, 9-6 to is almost (laughs) insurmountable in this league. Right. 1-0, you know, it's tough to score. Right.
2: So, you guys are going down. I will tell you, CJ took a timeout at 2.30. I don't know why he did that in the first quarter. It was was,
1: unprecedented.
2: Yeah, Roy Williams would have been like, what in the heck is he doing? So, you're getting beat. You make a change to your defense and your offense, which was a matchup change, and you started to score, right?
1: We took the lead, actually. The I don't lead. know if you remember so this. So, listen, you,
2: so we're going down. <laughs> he's starting to take a lead. I will tell you, I will give no credit to CJ Hines, <laughs> but one of the best things that he ever did, and I love his little girl, she is incredible. Love But her. she has a tendency to travel. Every time she touches the ball, she will grab it, and she will run, yes. and she does not care about anything else. <laughs> well, she was headed towards the ball. It was headed, like, to the sideline, and you see Maggie running towards <laughs> it, and you see CJ positioned, and he's got his hand just about – because he knows if it goes in her hands, he's got to do it. So right when she touches it, timeout, 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 timeout. timeout, timeout. Yes. timeout. And before she travels, and she did travel,
1: yes, he gets did. the timeout. Play of the game. Save Play the possession. of the game. It saved the possession. That, that, after that timeout, they come down. They actually get a hoop. Get a so hoop. They get a hoop, so it was a very intelligent play. They did. By C.J. Hines. It
2: did. Yes. Then you guys go up again, okay? Then, all of a sudden, we're coming down to the last play. He's got a girl that travels. You guys throw it in the ocean. Yes. It's going back and forth. Nobody wants to score. Next thing you know, a ball goes up <laughs> on their side it kind of like flicks around, yes. pops up to this girl who hasn't made a shot the entire all year. year. The entire all year. Boom. Knocks it in. Knocks it in. Ball game. Ball game. Mm. You go home crying. Oh, I was. Show
1: me those tears again. I was so I can't show it to you, right? I'm, I'm all cried out, Hank. I'm all cried out. But CJ did have the nerve. Five minutes after the game, he's calling me. Do you think I took that call? Of course, I did not. I said, Come on, dude. I sent him a text. Seriously, you're calling me five minutes after this heartbreaking loss? Come on, leave me alone. Just give me at least three days to get over this. And I feel like I'm over it now.
2: All right. I hope so. Yes. Because it was demoralizing in the moment. I got to tell you, I loved watching it. You were so upset. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. I love
1: that you love. it. Do you know what suffering. we need to start
2: doing? We need to start putting our schedules online and let the people, if they want to come to the game and heckle. It's a great idea. This would
1: be great. Great idea.
2: What was that, Moose? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. You yes. can put it in the comments. Good, good, that's good what idea. we'll do. Good idea.
1: That's what we do. And if anyone is interested, in actually to watch this debacle of a game, we did videotape it as well. So I think we might post it to YouTube so you can see what we're, we've got going on with our teams this right. year. Right. Um, so basketball's done. You're moving right into baseball. I'm sure it'll be a better year for you. Good luck. Thank you. And uh, before we talk about the next great thing we have to talk about, Hank, let's take a break to thank our sponsor. All right.
0: We'll get back to your show in a moment. okay thank you so much to
1: our sponsor welcome back um for our next segment this is a touching segment hank um and it's something new that i'd like to bring to the table today i'd like to call this steam room confessionals (laughs) gross (laughs) i don't know if i want to be involved in this 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 is pretty nasty (laughs) no just to really tell you guys what we're going to talk about so this is Nothing gross or nasty or homosexual or anything about what I have to say, but Hank and I were in the steam room together, which, you know, sometimes we happen to be in the steam Can room Can I tell the story? I don't even like how this is going. I really don't. <laughs> we have towels on, okay? We have towels on, Hank. And we're sitting in the steam room. And we there's played this- tennis today. It started
2: yes. raining. Thank you. It was freezing cold. Yes. So afterwards, when we went, to change, go back to yes, work. Yes. Both of us decided to get in the steam room
1: to get warm. Whatever. Do you, you were, see how
2: that works <laughs> so much better than what you did?
1: We ripped off our clothes, Do you know, remember we were soaking wet from the rain. <laughs> so gross. But anyway, we ended up in the steam room, and there was a fine gentleman in the yeah, steam good room. Good guy. Great, great guy. 85 years old. And um, I'm going to let you take steam room confessionals from here. Go
2: ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So the gentleman that is in there, we've I've known for a long time. A long you've known his son for a long time, right. but he's a good guy. He's from the Hickory area, and ever since I've been, we've been going to this gym. He's been there, and I see him two, three, four times a week. He always tells a joke, and he's when I'm at, when I turn eighty five, I want to be this dude. Uh, okay, cool. he goes to coffee club in the morning. He shoots pool. He does dance lessons. Okay. He uh, he is charitable with his time, with organizations. The time. But he has no ailments, doesn't take any medication. He goes to the gym every day. He's just popping around. Boop, boop, A lot, boop, of boop, this lot of energy. A lot of energy, right? So he's in the locker room with us, and he starts talking about just life, right? Me and you are sitting in there. He just starts talking about life, starts uh, talking about um, just all kinds of different things, you know, talking about kids and mm-hmm. And uh, ladies right. and uh, work. work and yeah. all this stuff. And I I remembered when I was about 25, this gentleman and I were talking. You want me to go ahead and get into this a little yeah, bit? Yeah, please. We were talking and- Hang on.
1: Steam room. On,
2: <laughs> we were talking and I was talking with another buddy. And we were talking about something that we did that weekend. And then he popped around the corner. This older man popped around the corner. And I said, oh, 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 I, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't, didn't know somebody else was back here. And we might have been talking about partying or something right. like that. And he goes, let me tell you something, young man. <laughs> let me tell you something. The 10 things that are important to you are also the 10 things that are important to me. They're just in different order, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And I sat there and thought about it. He goes, you know, guys in their 20s, they're thinking about getting loose, you know, partying, partying having a good time, right? Yep. Girls, if they're not, you know, mm-hmm. yes. intertwined with one, yes. you know, they're talking about making a bunch of money. I, on the other hand, the 85 year old man, I'm thinking about death, I'm thinking about retirement, I'm thinking about my family. But you know what? Getting loose is still on that <laughs> timeline. Still thinking it's about somewhere girls. on that timeline. I'm still thinking about women, I'm still, still think, thinking about, money. you know, yes. so it was funny to hear him say that. Yes. And every time I bump into him, he's got he had, he told a funny joke today. He didn't did. He? It was a good one. It was a good one. It's Very a good, good one. one. Yes. But it's kind of funny because he told ten things that probably from a eighteen year old man to a ninety-year-old man it's still on that list.
1: Let's go through that list real quick, Hank. All right. Let's say hey, I'm ready.
2: Let's go. All right. So let's think about let's let's cut this up into what's probably important to the young man. And what's important to the older gentleman. Okay. Okay. What do you think would be important to a young man?
1: I would think money. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about. A drive for success and money, you know, financial. Finance. Success. Just yes. making money. Making money.
2: Making money. That Because, you know, when I got out of college, one of the things that I. You can ship me anywhere. You know, just pay me. Right. Just pay me. I'm happy to do it. Which maybe, may not be the thing now.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, I would also think a really important thing would be women. Okay. Yeah, yeah right.
2: Like getting out of college. Yes. Try getting into your job. Maybe finding a future
1: wife. You know, find a or girl. Or just some fun. yeah, just some getting loose. So we'll put women, and then the next one would be, like, getting loose and partying, Getting right? loose. That's, that's right. what we're going to have. I think fun those time are probably
2: out. the three things that a young man is probably one, two, three in his list, right? Probably so. So we got... Those three, okay? Then, as he starts to get a little bit older, well, no, no, no. This might be in the same brain. Okay. Athletics. Oh, yes. All right? He's, he's thinking about competition. Competition, Same thing sure. we go
1: through every yeah, day. Yeah, playing golf with your buddies and figuring out a way to beat them, or playing church ball, basketball. Yes. So we're still athletics, some, some type of competition.
2: Probably next would be friendships. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Because now you got... It's true. I want my boys around. Of course. Right? Yes. i making new friends in this new town that I'm in. Yes. Friendships is going to get important. All right. Now, we talked about money, and I had a, another one that was part of it would be success. Like, okay, I'm trying to make a name for myself. Okay. It's, doesn't, it's not linked with money, it's success. Okay. Like, Got you. absolute success. I think that that's probably part of it. Family. Now, whether it's your family, like your mom, your dad, whatever, but probably moving towards, hey, Found this chick. She's mm-hmm. going to be my wife. I We're want going to, to start a family. Kids, yep. Right. Family's next. Now it starts to start to get into that old man. You know, okay. you start giving charitable coaching, volunteering, want to give back to your community, that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. You think about your retirement more. Right. I'm sure uh, that's on your mind more and more. You start. It's certainly on my mind more and more. Right. Then you start getting dark. Retirement.
1: Hmm. Retirement. I think of retirement now a lot because I wish I was retired at my current age. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying as you go down that path. I want to be able to retire. See, that's the thing, man. You see people working
2: into their 70s and 80s. Now, my dad works right now. He's 85 years old, and he will tell you it keeps him alive. Mm -hmm. Right? And I agree with that. Like, you got to do something to keep your mind working and keep your body working and everything else. So I understand that. But, you know, after retirement,
1: death. Oh death is probably that next one and i gotta tell you that's a that's a bad subject right there man so where are we on this this top 10 list are we kind of like hovering in the middle where we still think like your 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 friend said we it's all of these are still on our top 10 list it's just the order of which the importance of them right. has changed slightly right. so as a 40 some young man as, as myself i would probably say my uh top three which when in the 20s were sex and money and you know that stuff they've moved down a lot now it's more of trying to find success money is still important but family is a huge part right. friendship's huge part still with me uh you know retirement has moved up that list i'll be honest we talked about this in the steam room too i don't think of death often but I think of it a lot more now than I used to tw- sure. 15 years ago. Sure. I mean, it's it creeps in my mind.
2: Yeah. And you, you know, know, the thing the thing for me, and I told you, is like, I'm not scared to die. I really am. I can sit here and tell you I'm not scared to die. It doesn't scare me. I'm scared to leave people when I die. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I, I not that I'm any more important than anybody is to their family members, but I don't want to leave my family behind. You know, I want to make sure they're okay because I'm that – that's just yeah. the way I feel. And so – you know, it's funny how death plays a funny role in the way people think because, you know, I don't care about it, but I do care. about Sure. It. And I probably think
1: about it more because of that. Yeah, I thought it was interesting while we were in there. <clears throat> so, you know, I don't know this gentleman as well as you. I've seen him around. And so the thing that he's he's talking about death and everything like it's. It's it's common, you know. He's like prepared. Did you notice? Yeah, that? he it's, said
2: he said it, he wasn't sure if he wants to. He he told me a joke up, one day. Yeah, one day yeah. he said, "I don't even like to uh, buy green bananas.
1: May not be able to eat them one day. Yeah. I don't know. Might die tomorrow. Right? 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 Yeah. So, so he thinks it, about it like that. That's that's his punchline to his joke, but that's his reality. Yeah. You know. So I thought that was interesting. Just the. What's on hit the tip of his you know on his brain right now is different than ours, but we all have the same top ten list. Yeah, absolutely, that's amazing. It absolutely is pretty amazing. funny.
2: It is pretty funny. And if you ever catch Chad on the street, you ought to ask him the joke that he told us. It's
1: funny. Yeah, it's a really really good joke. Um, well, that's not a bad first segment for steam room
2: confessionals. <laughs> hey, can I add something? When you try to walk, first of all, let me tell our viewers. We did not make a conscious decision to get in here together. I got in there and I was in there, and the next thing I know, you're coming in there with a newspaper. Okay?
1: I, absolutely. Now I,
2: I know I'm I, not I'll I'm not that. saying you can't read or anything like that. Okay. I'm not kidding <laughs> on you like that. But what I'm saying is is if you've never been in a steam room, it's like a moist cavern.
1: Yes. Right? That paper has a life expectancy of about 38 seconds it turns into paper mache so you can make one of those volcanoes like how you do <laughs> in fifth grade within about four minutes so you got to read really fast because it does become that really wet kind of gross gooey yes, uh, substance but you can ball it up real quick and throw it in the in the trash can but t- you know what's funny i'm one of the last people out of all the people that i know that still read the newspaper and i read it every day it's because you're in printing. I'm in printing. I like to see the printed word on paper. But anyway, I will go into that steam room at least 5 days a week. And even if I can just stay in there 5 minutes, I take the newspaper in with me. It's and normally I'm in there by myself and so I get to take a deep breath, just read and it's really I don't even know if I'm really reading the words. You know what I'm saying? I'm just looking, I'm, my brain is kind of settling down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I do that. Take okay. it in there. Yeah, I enjoy that time. Okay. So y'all make sure you stay tuned next week for sauna professional. <laughs> sauna <laughs> So we'll move to the sauna for the next one. I love it. That's good one. I'm glad we had this because I, I was not moved today. Yeah. But what did I say? As soon as he walked out, I was like – we got something to talk about now because yeah. this is very interesting. Yeah, and this is something you could talk to your dad about, you know, and I can yeah. talk to my dad about. Yeah, well, we could we could even ask some of our we could talk to our, your son. Oh, what's important? He, obviously, girls is probably not on the list. Well, the list for a guy under eight or sixteen years old would probably be a little bit different than what our. Yeah, you would got
2: be. Sour Patch Kids exactly. and video games and Nintendo stuff like that on Switch. Their,
1: Lebron's Lebron's, you know, yeah. yeah, but it's a good exercise for sure. So, buddy. Mm-hmm. Glad to be back in the studio. We're going to wrap it up here. Anything else that really stood out? Um, our tennis get ready to kick back into gear, our league play. We did get a compliment from our instructor, Brett, who said, whoa, you guys are actually getting a lot better, which I, th- I didn't think we'd ever hear those no, words. No,
2: no, he has yeah. not been very nice to us. Yes.
1: And, and that's good. We want it that way. Let him beat us tough down love. to make us work harder. Right? right tough love. Yes. Yeah, but I, I do think we're getting better. Yeah. So, we'll,
2: But we'll probably still get our asses
1: whipped. Probably so. Um but we'll give it that old college try. 110%. It won't we Yeah. All right, buddy. So if we don't have anything else, we'll wrap it up here for the big fan. January, the next time we talk to you will be in February. It will be our pre valentines Day special. So you're going to come with all your romantic talk and all the stuff you buy for your one special lady. Right.
2: It's a sham holiday. It is. And I hate for any of you intelligent people that are out there to buy into this crap. All right. Yes. It's a sham holiday. Don't buy crap. <laughs> buy it today. If you love that woman or you love that man, buy her something today. Don't do it on the 14th. It's crap. It's going to be three times as much expensive. Don't get me started on this holiday. A good gift, though, is a foot massager. I'm telling you. Foot, Golly, foot this foot
1: massager. Is, massager. It's, it's something else, man. It is, is it something still, Are you still doing this every day? Every, so I've got Olivia and Lucy Rose doing it, so we take turns now because they love it just as much as I do. And so everybody gets 15 minutes. Pops into the foot massager, and you know you got to wear your socks, and it's positioned very nice. And so, why do you have to wear your socks? Because you don't want to go in with your bare, funky feet in the foot massager. You got to put a sock on, dude. This is like one of these. Are this you thing got- is primo, bruh. I mean, it rubs your calves. <laughs> primo, bro, bro. Your whole leg is in there, and it's you don't rubbing think it. your foot stink is coming through those gross, wet socks? <laughs> Come book, on, primo, dog. Book, everyone must shower and. Uh, must pu- shower, must shower, and apply clean socks before you get to our foot massage. So
2: you're telling me you, you everyone Dude, showers? I take three showers a day. I old understand boy. that.
1: I mean, come on. So I'm,
2: everybody must shower.
1: Well, the girls don't, but I'm always I, it's funky water. I go, <laughs> you got funky water in there. No, no fun- it's not a water massager. It's a foot massager that it. You just have to check it out. It's like these shiatsu things where they're it's kneading like dough. Shiatsu. Kneading. Spell
2: see, it. See. <laughs> you can't.
1: <laughs> See how my hands are doing needy? That's do. what it does. So anyway, check it out. Foot massager for Valentine's Day. Can't go wrong.
2: I told you, I'm not buying nothing. There, uh, hey, nobody's getting anything in my house. Candy. No. Flowers. No. And you know what? She's sold on it too. Oh,
1: really? She knows she, into this. she knows. I'm
2: teaching your ways. I love her three sixty five, not just on one day. Oh, let's end it right there. Peace.